You should be worried if your budget does not have an increase. There are so many factors that have gone up in price from utilities to the uh, contracts for the community. The math just doesn't work for most associations to not be considering some kind of an increase. Most people are not equipped to understand the seemingly endless facets of an HOA. That's why we're here, to help you become uncommonly prepared to serve your HOA. Whether you're a board member or a manager, join us in the Uncommon Area. Welcome to the Uncommon Area. I am Matthew Holbrook, and this episode is all about budgeting and joining me uh, to talk about homeowners associations and their budgets for the year 2022, we're actually looking forward into the year 2023, um, is Ryan Darby, Regional Manager for Action Property Management. So Ryan, I know that you've been really involved in helping a lot of boards think ahead and plan towards their next fiscal year and how to uh, take into consideration all that's happening economically in the world and what we're seeing happening for homeowners associations. Um, kind of what's your opening statement that you make to boards as they look ahead and consider what they're doing with their budgets for the next fiscal year? Yeah. So the biggest thing to look for this um, upcoming fiscal year is that you should be worried if your budget does not have an increase. And the reason being is that there's so many factors that have gone up in price over the last 12 to 18 months um, that a lot of the current budgets are over budget as a result of the cost increases from utilities to the uh, contracts for the community. Right, so we're just seeing costs going up all over the place and the math just doesn't work for most associations to not be considering some kind of an increase. Not the best news to be starting off a, a podcast talking about, but we do want boards to be um, prepared for the reality. And I think most people at least intuitively understand that. What are some of the factors behind that? So as we, as we start off, um, thinking about um, homeowners associations and their budgets, I would expect that energy costs are probably a good place to start. What, what, are, your, what are your thoughts and what have you seen so far as to how that's affecting associations? Yeah, so in California, we uh, have our electricity rates that are set by the state. Um, they approve each of the utility companies' increases. This year, they actually approved two 1% increases mid-year. Uh, with significant proposed increases for 2023, which California hasn't approved yet. Uh, the approval should be sometime in late September, early October. But the recommended increases from the utility companies are ranging from 11% to 18%, depending on the region. All right, so let me make sure I'm understanding what you're saying right. You said there have been two 1% increases in the past year, but the recommended increases going forward are more in the 11 to 18% range. So we're talking about really big increases on top of even what we've seen so far. That's correct. And so for an association, you would suggest that that would be built in somewhere in that 11 to 18 or maybe even 20% factoring the increases that have already gone into, into place this year. That's correct. Uh, one of the biggest things that we're seeing on the financials is that both the electricity uh, the natural gas and the water bills are all over budget this year. We did factor in that there would be some cost inflation throughout the year, but no one would have expected uh, the CPI for energy to be over 40%. Yeah. 
So the energy costs are a huge part of the equation. Um, I should note we uh, we also have an episode on the uncommon area just talking about um, how to pursue energy savings and uh, probably um, like never before, that's really important. So anyone who's interested can check out that video as well. And some communities have swapped out their uh, fluorescent to LED or their other bulbs to LED and it has delivered significant savings, but a lot of those savings are now being eaten up by the increase in the utility rates. Sure. So electricity costs are going up and we're seeing that um, across the board. Does that impact any other energy costs in any, any other kinds of ways that uh, should be considered? Yes. So one of the uh, components of the utility budget is natural gas. There's equipment such as pool equipment, boilers um, that are at the communities that utilize natural gas to generate the electricity as opposed to having an all-electric um, component. And year over year right now, we're seeing a 118% increase in the cost of natural gas that's charged to the association. That That is a significant increase year over year and why a lot of the financials right now uh, for natural gas are way over budget. So that's something that needs to be factored in going forward. Any other utility um, or energy um, components that should be considered? Yeah, so for water, uh, a lot of the water rates uh, are already set for next year. However, the discussion amongst the utility companies that provide the water is um, instead of giving a bigger increase, reducing the water allocation, which means while you're using the same amount of water year over year and you might be in the lower tier for your water consumption rates, um, they're going to lower that um, so that they can charge you a higher rate for the tier two, tier three. So you'll more easily fall into tier two or tier three and then be paying higher rates in those tiers. That's correct. And the, the direction from the state of California this summer was that they do not want grass in unnecessary areas because they, util- they use the most water. Right. Uh, they've broadcast it. Some counties uh, in California took action where you can only water one or two days a week. Right. Um, and if we have another dry winter, it's likely going to be a statewide mandate. So if communities that have a lot of grass and they want to keep that grass, they need to budget that their water bills could be 100 to 200% higher than what they're currently paying. Because they'll be more easily pushed into those higher tiers with the higher rates. That's correct. All right. And then um, another uh, big component for uh, associations to look at with their, uh, with their budgets is uh, insurance costs. What are you telling boards or what are you seeing with regard to insurance? Yeah, so we're recommending a minimum of a 5% budget. Um, 10% is more uh, safe as a result of the ongoing wildfires that are occurring in California. A lot of the insurance companies are having to um, increase the premiums to cover those increased losses. Yeah, so especially those uh, those communities that are in wildfire areas. Um, and uh, this episode, we're kind of touching on a lot of things that we go into more depth in in other episodes. And we, we do have an episode about insurance and wildfires. And so if uh, a community is is in that situation, I would encourage you to, uh, to check out that episode. Um, so insurance is a huge component. Um, and then uh, overall labor costs are, are impacting associations. How, do, how are you seeing that play out? Yeah, so right now um, for landscape and janitorial, the average increase we're seeing is between 5 and 10%, depending on the contract. 
if there's inclusive, such as sprinklers or irrigation hours, um, we're seeing even bigger increases because their costs for those hours and for those materials have gone up significantly over the last year. Yeah, what's uh, what are you seeing as far as um, uh, overall increases in CPI and how that might translate into labor costs? Yeah, so right now the, the CPI for July was 8.5%. Uh, the previous month it was 9.1%, which are substantial increases that we haven't seen since the 80s. Uh, which are reverberating through the economy on a um, empl- uh, for employees of these vendors, but also for the materials and other services that they provide. Yeah, it's not simply just the labor, but somebody has to do the labor to prepare the materials and so that those costs get passed on. Um, and then also that, that relates to associations that have on-site employees or have on-site management company employees, the wages um, that are set for those budgets are going to affect what kinds of team members are able to be attracted and kept at the association. Correct. There's, you know, last year was the, it was really hard to get a lot of positions filled this year. We're still seeing it's difficult to get positions filled, but we're seeing that to get them filled, they're at 10, 15, 20% higher than what the wages were um, last year or in 2020, which is helping compound the reason why you want to make sure that you have an ample budget for the upcoming fiscal year. Yeah, I know a lot of associations are struggling right now just filling positions uh, and again, coming back to maybe not having the dollars available in their uh, in their budget to be able to do that. Um, and you mentioned that overall, uh, you know, as associations are considering the uh, budgeting for various vendors and contractors, they need to be building in um yeah, cost increases and, and considerations in those areas. How about uh, reserves and reserve studies? Are reserve study analysts, I'm, I'm assuming that they're, they're taking into consideration increased costs and in their forecasting. Uh, how is that playing out as far as what you've seen? So depending on the reserve analyst company, um, we're seeing that they're only including 2 to 4%. Some are going up to 5, 6, 7. Um, but right now there, there's, there is some belief that the prices will come down in the future for the materials and for the labor that's involved. Um, however, the we are seeing recommendations to increase the funding 7, 8, 10% in some cases, and that's with a lower um, inflation rate that they're utilizing. Yeah, so that's, that's something that boards really should understand with their reserve study analyst. What is the inflation consideration they're building into their model? And that can be a bit of a tough question, I would imagine, because they're looking at their models over very long periods of time, up to 30 years. And so thinking that um, our current situation isn't going to continue for the next 30 years, but what's what's the right rate over that long period of time? Yeah, and that's, and that's why there's such a big difference depending on the firm is because some believe that this is the new pricing and we're not going to see these prices recede in the next couple of years, while others believe um, that we're going to see even bigger increases um, as a result of inflation and some of the uh, policies that are being put into place um, within California and in the United States. So um, anything else that you would suggest um, that boards should be considering or thinking about as they go through their budget process? Um, The biggest thing um, that you can do as a board is to check your pricing. If you feel that the landscaper or any company's increase is too much, go out to bid and, and check the pricing. 
Um, what we have found in the ones that we've done so far is that the new companies coming in are, are pricing even higher than what the current company is plus the increase um, because they have to bring on new staff. That new staff has to be at a higher wage, generally speaking, which means it's going to cost them more to maintain the community. So oftentimes you are better off staying with your existing vendor unless you ha have actually performance considerations or concerns. Correct. Well, that's good to know. Um, anything else that you'd want to make sure that uh, we underline with, with boards and budgets? So at the end of the day, I strongly recommend that if you have a budget um, that is recommending no increase, that you really dive into the numbers because the, inf the inflation across the utilities, across um, contracts, even materials have gone up significantly. So unless you have a big overage on your um, operating account this year, uh, you really should be having some sort of increase to help offset these increased costs. All right. Well, thank you very much, Ryan. Really appreciate uh, your feedback and input. And uh, I hope that's helpful in considering your budget for the upcoming year. I know this is not the most uh, um, uh, positive news, but we want to be realistic and to help you prepare effectively for um, preparing your budget. So um, we encourage you to continue looking for other episodes of the Uncommon Area where we dive into other topics relevant to homeowners associations. Thanks for watching. Thank you.